Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Derek Sassman. Of course, we have the Disney dentist, Dr. Doug, with us today. And Doug, I'm excited because you have brought in a special guest onto the show, and I'll allow you to introduce him. And I know you have a little story uh, with our guest. Oh, so I get to do the introduction, huh? Well, he is You're your guest. You're tossing it over to me. Go. Yep. He's both of our guests because you, uh, you'll meet him before me, possibly. But all right. So today we have a voiceover extraordinaire, Mr. Ryan Wiley, with us coming from Central Florida, um, undisclosed lo- exact location, a dark cave with a microphone. Yes. Um, that's where we find him. So, uh, Ryan. Go ahead and say hi to all the fine folks listening. Hello, everyone. Rope Drop Radio. How are we today? Derek, Doug, thank you so much for this opportunity. I appreciate it. No problem. We're excited to have you. Um, one, because you're really fun to talk to, and you never know what voice is going to come out of you the next moment that you speak. So uh, I'm on pins and needles. I've been excited all day, really, for this. So, all right. I will uh, I'll go into the story of how I met uh, Ryan. And my family actually met him. So we were at Star Wars Weekends. I believe it was 2014 Star Wars Weekends, right? Ryan, do you remember this story? Because you might have met a lot of people. You have that big (laughs) impact on a whole bunch of people where it's a big story to us, but I'm not sure it would be that memorable for you, right? No, I it's mean, okay. yeah, no, no, it is. Oh. It's a very memorable moment. Is it? Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it is. So with Star Wars Weekends, um, may they rest in peace, first of all. But um, so you get up super early. That's like a two hours before park opening sort of rope drop. Three little kids um, ran to Chewbacca, met Chewbacca, hit Darth Vader right after that. We're doing all the things that you're supposed to do for a rope drop, checking off the list. And then it was Darth Maul next on the list. Have to get to him before that line gets long. Never crossed our minds the fact that we went from meeting good guy Chewbacca to frightening Darth Vader, where they really weren't all that thrilled, to intense Darth Maul. And we're in line. And as parents, we were kind of noticing our kids were nervous. But uh, then the the guy in front of us with the Yoda backpack on turned around and starts talking to our kids. And he just put them at ease. And he started talking like Yoda. Then he's talking like Mickey Mouse. And... By the time we were done with that line, it was like, man, this line went too fast. We did not get to to talk enough to this guy. And so we exchanged uh, information. We've been Facebook friends ever since. And uh, the kids, uh, Samantha still calls him the Yoda guy. Um, (laughs) That's a good nickname. Yeah, the Yoda guy. So that's you to our oldest, uh, Samantha. Uh, And then Alden. A powerful Jedi she will become. 
Yeah, maybe. See, that's <laughs> and so they ended up meeting Darth Maul. The pictures were priceless because they did not get close to him. And uh, yeah, that's how we met. Is that a, sounds like a story you probably have a lot, right? You're waiting in line at Star Wars weekend talking to kids. I mean, you know, the the biggest thing that I loved about Star Wars weekends is, you know, family and friends uh, come come together to celebrate one big thing. And that was uh, to celebrate, obviously, a full weekend, uh, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday of Star Wars. And I enjoyed uh, meeting you guys. It was such an honor. And I loved how the fact that you guys came on your vacation and, you know, we saw each other again, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, and I really, really enjoyed that. Um, and it's cool, you know, how... Um, you know, when you interact with someone and you, you know, start talking to them and then, you know, you, it's like best friends ever since, you know? Yeah. I, I always think back to that, that meeting, our day was going by the textbook, right? We had done everything we're supposed to for Star Wars weekends. We got in our wristbands to meet Ashley Eckstein. We had our tickets to go see James Arnold Taylor's show. We were ready to go. And, um, our day at that point in Darth Maul's line could have just went, down the toilet really quick we could have had three kids in tears but you saved us so, i appreciate that thank you very much well, thank you. there you go that's the background and, and you're a big star wars fan right huge we're we're big on this show too aren't we Derek? oh absolutely and released today was the title of episode huh? eight the last jedi how do you guys feel about that title doug i'll let you go ahead and take this let one me go first, first. <laughs> yeah, all right i'll let you go I, first. I, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe Ahsoka Tano shows back up and says, I'm no Jedi, but, uh, <laughs> it's hard to say. I, I hope they don't all die off. Well, how, how do you go the from the return to the last in such a short amount of time? Uh, it's just two movies, right? That's, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed the coloration of the Star red. Wars. Yeah, it's yeah. red. Oh, they're all going to go dark. It's hard to imagine, though, well, right? Well, like I texted you, Doug, my theory is Luke Skywalker no. has a heart attack in the first 30 seconds, and his last words are, Ray, Gosh. you're the last, and no one ever finds out who Ray's dad is. And that's why I'm you're not just a screenwriter. Like, no, you'd be awful. Everybody would hate you. Like, that's <laughs> the worst possible scenario. No Star Wars fan wants that, so... Um, yeah, that's an exciting bit of news today. So the last, and of course, you can tell we recorded this early by saying that it was news today. <laughs> well, I'm so, still, I'm still right. amazed with the Yoda impression I heard a few minutes ago from Ryan. That was really huh. good. I, I, everyone's got kind of like a Chewbacca and a Yoda they go to, but that was spot on. Have um, you not it, heard his Chewbacca? <laughs> Oh, we're gonna have some fun. I'm gonna. My daughter, you yeah. might not know this, Ryan. My daughter had a Chewbacca-themed birthday party. Love Chewbacca. Meeting him at the studios. Uh, highlight is an understatement. I would say it was a life-changing experience. And so, uh, whenever we do get to meet you, I'll, you'll have to do all those for her. Uh, you know, I will say that uh, you know, I I I love. Oh, uh, I love the Wookiee. And the cool thing about him is that, you know, it's like, since I know that language of share work, you know, the biggest thing is I, I, I it's like, I'm crunchbaka. I'm crunchy. He's chewy, you know? So it's like, we got it. We got a thing. It's like, we're brothers, you know? Um, but the thing is, is I, I just, I, I really love that. Um, which is uh, again, uh, Chewbacca is such a, a memorable character. Well, how did you get into all this? How did you get into 
voice acting? What really, I know, I know probably hearing some as a kid, but you've really taken off into your own. This is now your career. How do you go from kind of just having fun like Doug and I going, nah! into, you know, actually getting <laughs> getting paid for a living to do good, fun. Derek. I know. That was real good. That was Derek, legit. Derek, that was not, fantastic. Not the show that you would have Yeah. My kids think it's amazing. That's why I have kids. <laughs> um, you know, the biggest thing of how I got started was I, I really loved watching all those cartoons as a kid growing up and seeing all those shows. And uh, one thing that my, my family always told me is I had a really good ear for mimicking. And I would I would go around and just, you know, mimic and imitate uh, the characters that I heard on TV. Um, and I didn't really think anything of it. I would do animal noises and uh, again, those iconic characters that you heard. Uh, but you know, the biggest thing was, is when I got about 15 years old, I, I got into radio and I learned so much about radio broadcasting, microphone etiquette and technique. I learned about, uh, you know, reading a, a script of commercial and reading, uh, you know, different ways to read copy and, learning all these different things and I didn't really think anything of it, but I just, I did it for a wonderful seven years in South Carolina, worked at three radio stations when I got into college and, and was doing, you know, a full load of, of college and, um, you know, working, uh, you know, on that side job of three radio jobs, you know, and, um, I had a radio show and I was, you know, uh, just trying to, you know, work my way up into the radio business and, um, you know, the next thing led me into coming down to Florida. And, you know, I, the the biggest thing that I enjoy most is the networking and the and the wonderful people that you meet. Um, I met Matthew Hansen, the guy, the voice of the monorail from 1994 to 2004 um, here in Florida. And, you know, the biggest thing he told me, it's acting. It's all about acting. Um, and he got lucky one day just by doing a spiel that he heard and you know, somebody just put him right off the street to, to go in and record. Been the voice of for 10 years. Um, and, you know, the biggest thing that I said, I, I want to learn so much about this craft. So I would study voiceover and I would actually uh, watch a show on YouTube. It was called Voices of the Parks um, and listen to all these wonderful, uh, wonderful actors do all these things. Uh, and, and imitate characters and voiceover and stuff. And I, I just really loved it. Uh, Corey Burton, Fred Tatashore, uh, you know, Bill Rogers, and all, all these wonderful voiceovers, D. Bradley Baker. Um, and I really started studying uh, from Bill DeWeese, which I watched a lot of YouTube videos about, uh, you know, how to get into voiceover, how to start off with easy equipment and, and where you can go from there. Um, next thing led to just sent him an email, sent him a demo of some characters that I could do. He got me in contact with Christina Malencia, who's the voice of uh, the Laughing Cow and wonderful friends off of, um, you know, League of Legends. And so I took uh, private acting classes through her, uh, through Skype, actually. And uh, she was in L.A. I was here in Florida. And um, we would do about 10, 10 lessons total, which are about, about an hour each. Um, and then she passed the torch to David Rosenthal and Brian Summer, which are other uh, voiceover coaches in L.A. And I started honing in on my craft of voiceover. Remember, it's all acting. And so I would dive into character development, learning about, you know, if I am going to have to, you know, really yell or scream at the microphone. I got to lean all the way back. And, but um, going back to Star Wars Weekends, I actually watched James on the Taylor show. 
And the cool thing was, is I wanted to show you guys real quick. Now I know the the probably the viewers are, uh, you know can't see this, but this is a voiceover shirt that I had um, them sign at Star Wars Weekends, and I've had a lot of a lot of you know collections over the over the couple of years it's a lot in my of time. Signatures. And you know, just them giving inspiring quotes. James Hunter Taylor said the number one thing: never give up. And so I just I kept at it and. Now, you know, I, I, I got a demo and then I said, OK, got to build a website. Now I got to get an agent. And that took time and uh, finally led me an agent here in Hollywood, Florida. And um, then it got me in the video game. Well, what, what are awesome. we uh, what can we look to find you? And I know you say you got some video games you're working on right now. Uh, what are some of the things that you have coming out that you want to even promote on this show to our listeners that they can be uh, listening, not just looking, but listening for you? Sure, absolutely. Um, the biggest thing that obviously um, that you can go ahead and listen to is it's a phone app. It's called Pet Christmas Eve. It's a game uh, to where it, it, it's themed around mainly the Christmas time, obviously. But that was my first ever voiceover uh, app. I did not get credit for, but I still did the voices for it. Um, and for those of you, again, when it comes to credit, sometimes you don't get credit. You just do the work, but you can still put it on your resume. Um but I was the voice of Santa Claus and an elf. And when I heard about that, um, you know, going into that character, they wanted it to be something different, something different than Santa Claus. But they still wanted that happy, jolly self. So I took a cast on from beating the beast and uh, made him, you know, eat a lot and grow a beard. And oh, there's Santa Claus. Ho, 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 ho. And, uh, you know, I took the food. <laughs> You know, I tell the boat, he's all over the place, right, with his voice and, and a smurf, and I combine them both, and I was like, hey, there you go. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, and, um, you know, the producers and everybody loved it, and it was awesome, and uh, that was my first ever uh, gig. And, um, and then it got me into another video game, which I auditioned for, which is called The Crow's Eye, which is coming out in February. I'm very, very excited and honored to be a part of there. Um, and uh, that... This game is very intense, uh, but I'm happy to be a part of it um, as the villain of the game. I watched the trailer, and uh, I get nightmares easily, so uh, <laughs> I probably won't be playing, but because uh, I need um, sleep. The voice actor who you heard in here, his name is Tim Evans. Tim Evans, a fabulous uh, voice voice actor, uh, and Sarah Sakura, who's been um, actually doing the scratch track for all the the recordings and she's in it as well uh, again wonderful talent that i'm very honored and appreciated to be working with um and we didn't get to work in the booth together we we had to do this all recording at our home studios um and the number one thing is is that when i when i found out that i was casted in a video game and so was tim uh, we actually played the name game back and forth of okay what what game are you in and it's like the crows i and it was like it was a really cool uh, opportunity for us to become really good friends after that. So he's the hero in the game, and I, I'm the villain. So. Well, can we get a demo? What does the villain sound like? Absolutely. So uh, go if you don't mind, I'd like to talk about uh, the audition of oh, how I kind of went into oh, yeah, it, if you don't mind. Uh, so the biggest thing that when I saw the audition, um, I saw that there was three opportunities on actually Facebook, to be honest with you, uh, through my acting community on Facebook. Uh, they posted for uh, Sarah Sakura who's, again, that voice actress that I mentioned, uh, she posted for three male roles in the video game. And so I said, well, as an actor, three shots, three chances, right? 
And so I figured, hey, the more the more opportunities you have as a versatile voice actor, the better. Well, the number one thing is uh, I just saw that there was this kind of, you know, a, a New York kind of character. And so I gave him, a, you know, a little godfather, like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you an offer you can refuse, you know. And I, and I put it right there with my voice and made him a little nasal, you know. And, and um, so I sent that off to him. And then I sent this other, the hero character. I made him a hero and... Um, and then I just saw this evil, twisted scientist who was wacky, and but he was brilliant at what he did, um, and his mind is incredible. Um, and they sent a reference file of Mark Hamill's Joker from Batman, uh, the Batman Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. And the number one thing is they said, uh, you know, is be creative, which means obviously make it your own. They don't want to hear an impression of Mark Hamill because if they wanted Mark Hamill, they would just of I've gotten them, you know what I mean? Um, so the biggest thing for me was is when I heard that, I said, okay, well what what other villain is loves power but is afraid to lose it? And I said, Rumple Stillskin. It was like a, a light bulb went in from once upon a time. So I took you the Joker from Batman, like Mark Hamill's Joker, and Rumpel Stillskin from Once Upon a Time Dairies, you know, all magic comes with a price. <laughs> and so I combined them both, and, <laughs> and that's how you get the wonderful villain, William Holtwick in the crow's eye. <laughs> I'm glad you gave the backstory, because I can now hear both those voices in there so well being both a fan of Mark Hamill's Joker, the best one from the Batman, and, of course, uh, being a, a fan working, you know, doing ABC work and, and, and uh, Once Upon a Time. So, no, that was good. That was really good. I'm, I'm beyond impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. So uh, any, uh, any other voices that, uh, you know, people come up to you and are just like, hey, can you do I – know, I know all of Doug's kids have some voices. They're just before the show, you know, talking to you, but – uh, what what are some of the ones your go to fun maybe party voices that you like to give the people? I love uh, well you know uh, you have Mickey Mouse and the biggest thing about Mickey is uh, you gotta really smile when you talk. And Morris, uh, you know there's Goofy. <laughs> wow, here we are on drop. Uh, you know we're on the radio, right? <laughs> wow. Uh, and then uh, yeah, you have cast on and. Uh, you know, Pat Buttram is someone I really like to go to uh, because he just fits right at home with that, you know, voice. And the biggest thing about Pat Buttram is I can just take him and really he likes to hang on to his words. And so you take Pat Buttram and, you know, you, you, you raise his pitch up just a little bit and there's the sheriff of Nottingham and Disney's Robin Hood. Or you take uh, someone like the old dog and the fox and the hound. Uh, but he's the go-to one that I really love doing. Uh, I love doing creatures and monsters. Uh, I, know, I know that sounds crazy, but um, what what the biggest kind of person that I loved uh, watching, there's a documentary, it's called I Know That Voice, uh, which is a wonderful documentary. Um, and the biggest thing that I learned is uh, D. Bradley Baker doing all these creature sounds. And so I thought, well, you know, I can... I could try to do a creature, and so I went. So yeah, that was good. That was really good. I still um, won't sleep tonight, though. After that, but, that's but, uh, the monsters know, it, coming. For me. <laughs> 
but that's the that's the cool thing. Uh, uh, but I love, uh, you know, I would say probably my monster, the one that I really love is, I, you know, I'm a huge fan of Lord of the Rings. So, you know, when I talk like an orc or a troll, you know, you can take, you can take your, you, you know, make the character, you know, big and buff and there, there's the orc. You can make him sound like a laborer scum who just, you know, all he does is chop wood and chop and chop and chop and he never gets a break. So then you take, you know, this other monster who just, he's more of an animal. And then that's where, again, it's all about the acting. That's that's the key. It's all about the acting and really physicalizing yourself as the character. That was amazing. Wow. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm just listening to a show. I'm not really on it. I'm just kind of well, listening. When he was going through <laughs> Mickey and Goofy and all that, I just look over at Doug, who's got a big smile. We're both grinning ear yeah. to ear because, uh, I mean, those, those aren't even just impressions. I mean, when, when you're speaking to people, that, that's emotions. Like, those are characters that mm-hmm. we know and love, and you're able to give those to people. So really... Thank you. Uh, an amazing thing that you're able to do is a, a voice uh, over and a voice uh, artist that uh, just, you know, I, in the beginning, all you did was put a smile on Doug's children's face. And I, I think that's really cool because we all heard my Chewbacca impression. Can't do what you just did. So uh, that's amazing. Uh, Doug, I know with our guests, you like to go through kind of in a lighting round, Ryan. We like to have a little bit of fun lighting. and kind of talk more. This yeah. is a, a Disney mm-hmm. podcast, so we like to hear more things uh, Disney-related. I know you're a huge fan of the parks. I've uh, been to all of them, and so we like to get a little bit more on that. So, Doug, I'm going to let you kind of take it away with our lightning round. Of co- uh, uh, I was going to ask, intro. do we get a, a – what about – do you do a lightning noise? Do you got lightning in your repertoire? Well, what about a – like a blaster. Ooh, that one. Like that was good. Yeah. It's the blaster right, round this week. Here we on. go. Just cut that. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. We're just all right. Okay. So we this this may not be as quick as some of our other lightning rounds because I we may have follow up questions. But uh, you ready? There's a whole bunch. I, the list just keeps getting longer in my mind. Right. This show could go all night. All right. Favorite this. movie. Favorite movie. I'm gonna go ahead and say Disney's Robin Hood. Wow, that's good. I haven't seen that, that one in a long time either. I, it's been a, we we watched that on the the fantasy because they have the on demand that you can watch like every Disney movie if you want to just do that for your seven nights, which seems like a weird thing. to Oh, do. that's cool. <laughs> but uh, you could. I almost right. did. Um, <laughs> there, there, what, reason why that's your favorite? We don't hear that very often. There's got to be. Well, uh, it actually it is actually uh, with um, if you notice uh, Pat Buttram, who again is that sheriff of Nottingham and Disney's Robin Hood. Uh, that's just I don't know what it was, but it was one of those movies that I just really loved as a kid. Uh, and it's it's got a really good story. Uh, and, you know, you thought, you know, when it comes to the ending, you're like, oh, no. And then, you know, it's all happy. Right. And, and that's the cool thing. I, I really love a lot of comedy. Uh, you know, my favorite line is, you know, where Nutsy's hollering out the, the clock time. And Nutsy, how can I sleep with you yelling, Hall's well all the time. 
uh, which is one of, I don't know, it's just one of those funny, funny lines that I love. All right, moving on. Favorite character? Oh, got, gotta be Mickey Mouse. Mickey. All right, is that also favorite character to voice? Or is that yeah, different? Let's see, uh, hmm. I would say, uh, actually, uh, you know, it would be, this doesn't sound really crazy, uh, but my video game character, the one that I, yeah. the William Holtwick, he, since uh, that's my, prof- like, my first ever voiceover credit, mm-hmm. he, he is going to be, he is going to be the one that I really love to do the most. Makes sense. I mean, you create, you gave him birth. Correct. Correct. from you, right? That, yeah. All right, that's right. All right. Um, well, I guess... I just favorite voice to do. You kind of just answered that, didn't you? Yeah, uh, and then Pat Buttram. He's he's a good one okay. that I love to do. What voice did you first master? Uh, actually, it was Mickey Mouse. To be honest with you, uh, it was uh, Walt Disney's Mickey, which was ah, uh, you know, ah, uh, you know, how you doing, pal? It was a little bit more higher up in the pitch, and uh, you know, yeah, uh, you know, oh, here she comes, hey Pluto, you know. So it was that kind of a. Uh, uh, watching the old Walt Disney kind of, you know, um, you know, just memorabilia of just watching him perform. And it's like, you know, he did the voice for a lot of episodes of Mickey growing up, you know? Yeah. How, do you know how many years he voiced him? I'm not really sure on that, but I do know that he voiced Mickey in probably over, over 50 over 50 episodes. Yeah. Well, sure. everybody has Wikipedia, so they can figure it out themselves. <laughs> go go to Wikipedia and find it out, people, right? <laughs> All right. Um, what voice challenges you the most? Probably it would have to be the... I, I, I really love the challenge of creating when I was... It would have to be my, my orc. Uh, that, the, you know, that monster that you had... Uh, when I was going through my training of the character demo, which, uh, again, is the the one thing that I took private acting classes through with David Rosenthal and Brian Summer, the number one thing they, that they told me was, don't just do the voice. Really put, put the acting behind it when it comes to making the character off balance. So a lot of times actors will do more humanoid voices rather than what this character is he's an animal he he literally is like you know he he's imagine a battle and you know he meets like you know someone who maybe was his friend and just betrayed him it's like i don't take orders from slimy scums like you and you hear that animals just start to kind of cut because that rage he's like you better get back to work you maggot or i'll stick this blade in your garden and and that's where you really gotta that's the challenge is just continue making it the animal all right now we're on to samantha's question okay does your voice ever hurt from doing some of the animal noises when i first started yes uh it did when i first started it did and which one thing i learned very very quickly if it hurts your voice don't do it um a lot of times for recovery is um, drinking a lot of water. Uh, I gargle with uh, warm salt water uh, before uh, before a session and actually after a session. Uh, and that's actually just to, you know, kind of help help the vocal cords and that throat, you know, be nice and coated and good. Um, and then if there's a point in the session where I am yelling too much, then 
then I'm going to back off or I'm going to save that to the very end to do. Uh, but yeah, it was actually the, the creature that, that, that monster that you heard that really was a challenge. Uh, but I, but I mastered it by, you know, some, again, I, I put it right here in my throat, but then I put it in the front of my mouth when I talk, which is a little bit easier and then I take deep breaths, which means then I can really just push it out. That was a good question, Samantha. All right. Um, Alden's question. Can you do an impression of Mickey Mouse doing Yoda? I, your son. I love it. That's the nine-year-old brain right there. An impression of Mickey Mouse doing Yoda. Uh-huh. Hmm. The dark side. Strong it is not. Because the power of the force is with you. Hmm? <laughs> That was really yeah. good. Or it's like, that, or it's that, like, that was exactly. Or it's, like, or it's like Mickey doing, you know, uh, a Wookiee, you know. Still better than my regular Wookiee, by the way. <laughs> Just Mickey Wookiee. Still better. Um, that was good. All right. Now to the ones that I've thought of here. Uh, Derek, if you have a question at any point, you can jump into this lightning round. Feel free. Um, favorite park attraction. Well, you hit my question. There you go. Perfect. Okay. It would have to be, honestly, it would have to be uh, the, the Haunted Mansion. All right. Is, the next question was, favorite park attraction audio? Oh, that's a toughie. Because, gosh, I mean, you got, you, got, you know, Paul Freeze, who was you know, this amazing voice in, uh, the haunted mansion who will always be there. Uh, I mean, yeah. Oh, that is a toughie. Cause you take Paul freeze, uh, you know, Corey Burton, uh, you know, ahoy there crew for your safety remains. Seated. Uh, that's pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, wow. That is toughy. I'm going to have to probably go with, uh, Paul freeze still. I don't know what it is about, I mean, obviously, watching Rocky and Bullwinkle as a kid, too, and, and when I got older, uh, you know, hearing him do Boris Badenov and uh, Professor Ludwig von Drake and just, uh, you know, hearing him perform that role of the Haunted Mansion, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. All right. Another question. If you could pick a character from the upcoming um, DuckTales, which one would it be to be? <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, David Tennant playing uh, the um, uh, the main. Oh my gosh, well, uh, McDuck. Um, Scrooge. Scrooge. Scrooge McDuck yeah. is uh, yeah. one of my favorite yeah. casting choices of all time. Uh, you know, I mean, that's. Are you that's not a Ducktales guy? Well, I, I well I grew up with Ducktales. Oh, okay. I grew up with those shows was, like Tailspin and. Okay, I was thinking so. Yeah. I, I I'm gonna be honest with you. My favorite character was Launchpad. Uh, All right, you know, yeah. In there, uh, uh, you know, and, and the cool thing about Launchpad is the the character. Uh, you know, there's a it, Launchpad is Launchpad. He is mm-hmm. he is funny, uh, and I feel like uh, again the the crew who is doing that right now they are they are fantastic. All right, now we're we're gonna go. Back into the park with a question about food because okay. that's important to me. We always talk favorite, about food. Yep. Favorite snack in the parks? Favorite snack? I would have to say probably right at popcorn. 
popcorn. It's you know, a good popcorn. one. It's like my yeah, Mickey pretzel. That's, simple. That's where Michelle would be too with the popcorn. Oh, She's no, the pretzels the are good too. The, the pretzels yep. are good too. Oh, I just ate a Dole Whip in 50 degrees in in uh, Anaheim, <laughs> so uh, it's pretty obvious where I'm at. I was the only person in line. I was the line, and the girl waiting on me looked at me like I was crazy because I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt. So that that's where I stand. Um, I was going to ask, being man. in Florida, you have the four Disney attractions, always always a big debate amongst friends. Which one is your go-to, the number one, if you only had one day, what's your park? It would have to be, I was about to say MGM Studios. Uh, it would be ah. Studios. If, <laughs> I still, I know I hear people all the I, time that actually uh, say that. But yes, yeah, Studios. What's uh? What is your favorite non-Disney attraction in Central Florida? I've never been to Universal. I've never uh, been to Universal. Uh, oh. I know. It's, uh, that's, that's actually, I'm kind of shocked. Wow. wow. Okay. Never been to Universal. I mean, I've been to City Walk, but I've never been. I've never been to Universal. Um, although, like I've I've heard a lot of cool things about you know all all the all the cool um, attractions that are at, at the parks and stuff like that. I mean, they're great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't. <laughs> I I really don't know. Um, so. <laughs> It's, it's really just Harry Potter and a few other things. So I'm you know, let's be honest, you're not. <laughs> Derek, what did, you did both parks in like six hours last six night. Six hours you, from the like, second we walked like, in to the second we walked out. Yep. There was so, Well, I was bummed yeah. because if there's one thing, we talked about it you know, on the show before, it's, I feel like when it comes to maintenance, some of those rides at Universal can be down a little bit longer than at Disney. It seems like they, they get them going a little bit quicker. So one thing I've yeah. always appreciated with Disney. So, all right, I um, Derek, any other lightning round questions? Uh, I w- I just wanted to go back to the studios and, and ask what w- if you know if that's your favorite park. What is your favorite thing about the studios? Uh, I know everyone's excited about Star Wars uh, experience coming. Uh, I don't know sometime this decade, but uh, what, what about now? It's got a lot of walls up right now. So what makes that park stand out to you? Honestly, I mean, the the one thing that the park, it's just got a really good story, you know? <clears throat> I mean, they they all do, and they're great. Uh, but this one, I mean, you know, it's 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 Hollywood. It's showbiz. Yeah. I mean, that's, Makes sense. that's the biggest thing. Short, sweet, short, sweet, and to the point. <laughs> I thought of another question. All right. All What's right, your final, favorite final modern? From Doug. There you All go. right, favorite modern attraction because you you listed a, kind of a classic for your favorite attraction. So if you have to pick something with newer technology, what would that be? Oh, where they're getting really creative with the technology and something in the last decade. I'm gonna be honest with you. I uh, I don't know if I can answer that question just because. You're a classic. I don't know. Guy. I'm kind of a. I'm kind of, I, yeah, like I, uh, I, I'm, I'm an older gentleman, you know, so I kind of like, you know, the, the, the classic attractions. So that's, that's me. That's me. That's good. I, I like the classics too. It's just some people don't understand them. They're missing out. They're missing out. 
All right, I think that concludes the lightning round. I've harassed him enough, cool. Derek. Well, that, was, that was really good. No, I, and it's always fun to get to hear uh, when we have guests on the show, and just everyone in general has a different opinion of the parks, which ones are favorite, where to get the best food, and I think that's part of the magic of Disney. So, Ryan, thank you for sharing your answers with us. And then, Ryan, for our listeners – uh, who are enjoying some of your uh, you know, impressions and maybe want to hear a little bit more about your demo, uh, here's a, a chance to let them know where they can find you online. Absolutely. Uh, if you guys don't mind going to uh, my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash RyanWileyVO, uh, you can click like, uh, you can share. Uh, and I, I do a lot of live video chats as well on there uh li- live hoot nannies as they're called every saturday uh but the cool thing is is that i love to showcase voiceover uh the one thing about the community is we love to promote each other which is great because like i mentioned to you tim and sarah sakura those those voice actors who put a lot of effort into what they do we try to help each other out uh, and I think the biggest thing is, uh, yeah, so facebook.com slash Ryan Wiley uh, You can go to my website, www.ryanwileyvo.com. Uh, and on there, you can uh, listen to my demo. You can contact me. You can listen to some more creature sounds. Um, but the cool thing is, is on there, you can hear my, my uh, video game demo, which was done uh, through Atlantic Studios in L.A., uh, which I had produced through uh, the GVAA, the Global Voice Acting Academy. Um, and then also follow me on all social media at Ryan Wiley VO. Awesome. And we will actually tag you here after, uh, as this show goes live, we'll put your, uh, Facebook and demo up on our own page. So you guys listening, be sure to go on there, click like and follow Ryan. I know, uh, the other day I was following and I got to watch your live video for uh, a little bit. So love that you post on there and get to hear more of the voices that you do and, also, for you guys listening, be sure to like Rope Drop Radio and follow us on Twitter. We love to uh, have guests on and have Disney fun, and we like to hear from you too, your favorite parks and attractions. And I think here at the end of the show, Ryan, uh, how about you just finish us off, you know, give us a few more voices. Any other impressions that you didn't bless us with that you can uh, help us end the show with? Any, anything, you know, you're ready. It's, it's there. You're some more of your go-to guys. Well, again, I, you know, the biggest thing that I'll... Uh, hi there, everybody. It's Bullwinkle, you know. Uh, here we are. Uh, hi, Rookie. Uh, you know, so that's Bullwinkle. And then, of course, you have, you know, someone who may be a little bit more wise. Or maybe he's a mage. Or maybe he's uh, Sir Ian McKellen Gandalf. You know, you shall not pass. Or you take Gimli, who's a dwarf, you know, you take him and he has, you know, the, the, the toughest heart out of them all. You know, that still only counts as one. Uh, you know, uh, my precious, sprinkle, sprinkle my precious. Wow, uh, but then, you know, you could have someone like the Joker again who comes out here and there and everywhere. <laughs> and then you take, of course, you know, someone like Pat Buttram again who comes out right in there when you want him to. Uh, or, or, you know, there's Goofy again. Or, uh, you know, you can go, yeah, oh, wow, it's really great to see everybody. So those are, again, those are. You know, uh, Gaston from Beating the Beast is like, whoa, slow down, Maurice. You know, he's very, he's very right here and arrogant, and but you know, he's, he's like, uh, 
you know, when I do gas out, I have to stick up my chest and really just, you know, punch it out there. So, but again, those are my go-to kind of voices that I love to do. Um, but of course, you know, then there's William Holtwick and the Crow's Eye. <laughs> it's coming this February. <laughs> you don't want to miss it. Awesome. Well, we do not want to miss it, and we'll be continuing to follow you. And definitely, uh, Doug, you said the game looks scary, so I'll have to check it out tonight. Mm. It's uh, a thriller, I believe. A adventure games, thriller, sort of. Yeah. It's yeah, set. We didn't really talk too much about the game, but it's set in a abandoned medical school from, like, the 19, 1947 students disappeared. And, yep. That's, that's so my, the my five-year-old probably there. shouldn't play it. Probably no. not. Probably a little bit older, more mature audience than uh, your five-year-old, yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ryan, for taking time out of your evening yes. to come talk thank to us over at Road Drop Radio. Uh, be excited to follow your career. You're very talented, so really excited thank to see some of the things that you were able to do. Hopefully we can have you on the show uh, You know next year and hear more about what you're doing and of course i love hearing your impressions and uh so you never know guys when you were in line at a disney theme park for whatever attraction that person in front of you could be ryan could have some fun so get to know those people in line yeah. around you because uh, it's really cool friendship that bloomed with you and doug so mm -hmm. uh, i chat with everybody in line and sometimes they just turn around and you see their back of their head the next 20 minutes the other times you end up making a new friend. It's all about friends. And again, I, I, I love how, again, uh, Doug and, and Derek, again, the, the fact that, you know, when you go somewhere and you interact with someone, even if it's in line waiting to pay, you know, or, or at a restaurant or even, you know, just take a few moments to, you know, I've always learned that, you know, if you speak, you know, just a simple hey can go a long way. You know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. and, and that's the biggest thing. It's all about just uh, demonstrating that, you know, positivity. And just knowing that uh, you know we're we're here to have fun, and and uh, that that's that's what we do. Awesome, great. Well, for you guys listening, thank you so much for making Rope Drop Radio a part of your day. Uh, begin again. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. Stay tuned for continued episodes. Go back and listen to some of our favorite ones. And again, be on the lookout for Ryan Wiley and all the fun voices he's got in store for you. For Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. Thank you for listening to Rope Drop Radio.